Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. So it's a beautiful day to be a small business owner, right? So there are a lot of joys in being a small business owner, right? One joy is, you know, actually making designs and being the artist behind the designs and creating for so long. Another amazing joy is when people start buying your clothing and there are people yeah. around the world who are repping your clothing and you're like, mm-hmm. oh my God, Australia. my designs. Yeah, Australia, Germany, Sweden. Yeah, South all these Korea. countries. South Crazy. Korea. Yeah, all these people just wearing your design and it's in physical form and you're like, oh my God, it's like real. There's another joy of being a small business owner that I've been experiencing for, you know, pretty newly as a small business owner, is getting your first batch of like samples and swatches, which if you don't know, because I didn't know, I didn't know until yesterday. I thought that I would be getting my first ever samples, which would be, you know, what my designs look like on the clothing that I made it on, right? But actually I got my first ever swatches, which mean that I see what my designs look like on the fabric color I chose and the fabric I chose, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's on the actual clothing that I designed. It's just like on a small swatch of cloth. And it was such a joyous day because imagine this. Imagine this. I'm designing on my little iPad cooped up in my home for the last five, six months, right? I'm going back and forth with just four designs. Mishnoon is my biggest critic and also my biggest supporter telling me what I need to fix. So I keep going back and forth and I'm trying to perfect it, right? And I'm also trying to um, design something that I would wear. I'm trying to design something that other people would wear. And I'm going back and forth with the manufacturer to see if this is feasible. And then imagine after five months, after six months, finally getting your swatches in real life, seeing what your designs look like in real life, holding it. And also seeing like a digital illustration be transformed into like an embroidery, like actual fabric cloth, right? It was it was a joyous day for a small business owner, you know? But yeah, I'm really excited for this new collection to come out. It's very different from what I've been making in the past. This is more like me. Um, just be excited because this is a whole new journey. I'm really excited to tap into this. labyrinthav.com if you don't know I have my own small business website and I'm really excited alright anyway alright thank you guys for coming back tuning back listening back this is our podcast Difficultish it's a podcast hosted by two amazing Bangladeshi artists about South Asian narratives my name is Mashnoon 
you never like talk about what the podcast i is just about. said it was a podcast about different south asian narratives you weren't listening this time oh did you yeah oh yeah. sorry i heard the i heard the gassing up part i heard the gassing yeah. up part that's it my name is mohua and today before we talk about what we're talking about today rate us review oh. us all that stuff follow us you know what mm-hmm. the drill is if we don't have a million reviews by the end of this episode podcast is done <laughs> podcast is over with <laughs> thank you guys for, thank you guys for listening um hope everybody yeah. had a great eid um hope everybody is you know enjoying um this this raising in temperature worldwide you know no more puffer jackets other than me well, I'm not still, in australia i'm still i'm still busting out the puffer jacket i do not care in australia it's cold now so. do we have any australia any aussies listening any aussies well, aussies. <laughs> aussies hello oh, are you trying to do an accent <laughs> hello um <laughs> uh so today what are we talking about today so in this episode we are talking about budgeting because if you guys didn't know we made a part one to this where we talked about finance tips we talked about just advice in the financial world that we just never received in the south asian community or just received in general just because it's very taboo or our parents didn't know too much about it and we're still like in a generation where we're kind of like teaching ourselves i think it's you know you're irregardless of what um culture you're from or what um background you're from i feel like a lot of people are teaching themselves um about finances um besides maybe like wealthy white people but in the first part we talked about you know 401ks we talked about taxes we talked about how to just handle money so listen to that that's episode 85 and now we are talking about part two which is budgeting because we got a lot of questions about just how to budget when you are in a South Asian household, but just like in general, how to budget because it took us a while to, you know, learn how to handle our money, save it, especially now that we are older. But again, it takes a lot of trial and error. Yeah. So we are here now after many years to kind of give you some of our wisdom. Um, if any, um, I really like, la- <laughs> I really, I really like last episode. Um, I feel like we were spitting, we we're saying some some good stuff, even if we're not the most knowledgeable mm. about like taxes and four hundred one ks. I think a lot of us are not that great with money because a lot of our parents were not that that great with money, and a lot of our parents weren't that mm-hmm. great because they didn't have the opportunity to be great. They were just trying to, you know, be regular American citizens and just like trying. They the were best just to trying to out. survive. Um, yeah. So listen to the last episode if you didn't um, already. And at the end of the day, we are not experts. We're just trying our best. We're just no, I'm an cute little like teenage adult, twenty four year old babies. <laughs> so we're just trying our best to like help you with some of the knowledge we have. But you know, again, we've had a lot of trial and error. So this is just some of the things that we've learned along the way. You know? Yeah. You feel? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm an expert on money, honestly. Um. Right. You know what? You know what I realized during Ramadan. What? I don't have to sp- I like like I really don't have to buy like four coffees a day. Like isn't that crazy? What a concept. Isn't That's that crazy? wild. If any of y'all are listening it's almost that, like that, I've that, been telling you that from the If day any of y'all listening, you know, drink three to four coffees, um, I'm here to tell you, like like you don't have to. You know, it's like But didn't you go back to drinking that many like yesterday? Like didn't I see not, one in your hand? I had one I had one yesterday. Relax. You're being so dramatic. Okay. I had one yesterday it wasn't that great um and i was about to buy a second right i was about to buy number two but i was like you know what like let me chill i don't need it 
I don't need it, right? Like yeah. SpongeBob. You do this thing where you don't finish. You don't finish number one, two, or three, and then you buy a fourth one. <laughs> so, like, what's the truth? No, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like SpongeBob when he went to like Sandy's home and like he didn't have like the his his helmet with the water. He was like, <laughs> I don't pro- need it. His protective gear. <laughs> but like, he, you know, he was dying without it. Right? That's me. Um, <laughs> right. But uh, but yeah. All right, let's get started with the with the bad habits that you that you grew up with. Oh, with man. money. Oh man, where do I start? <laughs> let's start off All with right. the roasting session. Quick, quick background. We'll roast ourselves. Quick background. Um, um, I've been, I have been, and still am very reckless with money. I have a very mm. uh a very toxic relationship with money. Um, I feel like we treat like Mo and I treat money very differently. Maybe it's like more similar nowadays, but especially back then, I did not give a crap about money. I said, "Wow, I got a sixty dollar, che- I got a sixty dollar check in the in the bank. I go buy a new pair of shoes for eighty dollars and sit in overdraft for for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I I wow. did not care. Um, that anxiety would kill me. Yeah, no, that anxiety it, it thrilled me." I was living life on the edge. Now, honestly, like, God bless, alhamdulillah, like, I did not get in any, like, serious trouble or accident at the time when I was so reckless with money because Lord knows I would have not been okay. Um, but yeah, man, like, I, I, I got my first job at 16, but even before then, like, I, I used to sell stuff and, like, like hustle in high school just to make, like, an extra $20 and go to McDonald's and buy my friends McChickens. That's what we were doing Fridays and once i started working the bangali hospitality really came out in you when you were yeah, 16 man. where you're buying food for other people man, it's so crazy when you didn't even have money it's that's the thing like i i think about that so much nowadays man like i think i like early on i like inhabited the mantra of like oh like do good things and good things will happen to you i did too many good things okay i was <laughs> i was too nice to so many people that did not recognize how nice I was being to them. And I didn't even do it for like, oh, like, maybe he'll do something for me in the future. I just did it because right. I really just enjoyed, like, seeing other people smile. But it came at my detriment early on. And I still haven't learned but too it, much from that. But but it's such a, like, Bangladeshi hospitality thing. Because, like, like think about all of our parents who maybe didn't grow up with that much money in America. And yet they were still inviting so many people to their houses every single weekend and just, like, giving them literally the houses off their backs yeah. to these guests yeah it's just so wild but i remember like this one friday i worked for for two weeks my paycheck was like 85 dollars, and like i think the next day me and three of my guy friends went to get sushi and i covered the whole thing 85 like just right there and then i lived on zero dollars for two weeks um and i don't know why it was just like the the thrill and the excitement and joy of like making that making people happy even if it was just for a moment, um, it made me feel really good. Was it a good decision? Absolutely not. If you have eighty dollars, please don't spend eighty dollars on your friends. They 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 are really not gonna remember that in like three hours. Okay, they they will get over it. It's not mm-hmm. worth it. Um, I think at that age we just want to be liked and yeah, man, accepted. yeah, exactly. You just want to be recognized of like, oh, like Mushroom, he's sixteen and he bought a sushi. He got money. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> I did not at all. <laughs> He did not have money. <laughs> but I remember I um I applied to, to work at SeaWorld, you know, SeaWorld Resort, Orlando, Florida. All right. Um, did you work there for a day? I, no, I just went to the orientation. I went to... I was, <laughs> you didn't even work I was supposed to work. Day. I was supposed to work at like the penguin the penguin cave, like the cave with like all the penguins. I was really excited, honestly. Um, Very fitting. But I didn't 
work in it because you had to wear like this big ass like because it was really cold in there <laughs> so you just had to wear this big tubby jacket and it was so like ugly oh, you could have just worn your north face puffer <laughs> i could have and, and the pants were just so ugly and the shoes were like these like rain boots i was like this shit this is not drip so yeah i just went to the orientation i took that check and then I, I went to like tampa and spent it in like a day so anyways um <laughs> a lot of bad habits with money i was really really reckless with money there were a lot of things that i wish i started earlier that i absolutely did not and time flies when you're 18 and you think that like oh i don't gotta worry about this and that and like yeah you really don't but like don't completely single everything out and be like oh i'm only living for right now live for right now and spend Mm. your money on on things that are worth the, the money but i think a lot of us like when we start making a little bit of money we get so like oh i got money now i'm gonna i'm gonna do this do that yeah but you were the opposite right you started getting money you're like i'm not spending a goddamn half a penny yeah actually i I, yeah i don't know what it is because me and you kind of had a similar upbringing where we were taught to save and you know we were taught to kind of like be frugal i took that to heart and i really saved like every single cent i got i started working from 15 i started i mean not maybe at 15 maybe at 15 i was like buying concert tickets and stuff but like from 20 ish i started saving all that money and putting it mostly in my savings and it it was such a simpler time back then because like i was still young the only thing that i would be looking forward to to like spending my money were like trips Mm -hmm. like me going to california or me going somewhere and I didn't really have anything else to spend it on. So, like, if I did save money, I'd be like, all right, maybe one week I won't save as much money because I got to buy my plane ticket or I got to get all these activities for the trip. What a simple time back then. But I don't know. I think with that upbringing, like, you, like, we both had money trauma. We both had spending trauma and spending guilt where we were taught to save so much money. And then when we do spend it, we get, you know, get in trouble or like we get guilty or whatever it is. But the opposite happened for us. So, like, I feel like as a um, as a method to cope, you would spend all your money. Exactly. And you that would be your way. That would be your way of like, yeah, like, yeah, I, got I can it. spend my money. Yeah. You. Yeah. You can't like I'll show you, you know. But for me, it's like with my spending guilt and my trauma with money growing up and like the financial insecurity that I had growing up. I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep it safe. I'm going to like hold it close to me just in case anything does ever happen because now I'm scared to spend any of the money that I worked so hard to get, you know? So it's it's still very hard for me to get over that spending guilt and, you know, get over the financial insecurity that I had growing up because I still think about, you know, the circumstances that I had growing up. I still think about how I can use money for more good instead of spending it on you know food or whatever i spend it on now i just constantly think like oh my god no this money would be so good if i spent it on bangladesh and (laughs) save 500 kids you know like my mom my mom always does that obviously with good intention like i'll literally go thrifting one day and like her way of saying like no don't go thrifting and like spend that money don't spend that money on clothing that's used she'll be like yeah if you used even half of that you could have saved a whole village (laughs) and i'm like why can't you just say like just like a normal person why can't you just say to like save save the money (laughs) (laughs) yeah i remember like like same kind of situation with like why like some brown kids will like turn out really sneaky is like Mm. if you have like strict parents you either turn out really good or like just like sneak out all the time that's the route that i went like i was like i I feel like the way that i was taught about money was just really toxic it was like if you don't have money 
you you can't do anything in life and that was just like <laughs> you're poor for that life. was just drilled in my head and like at one point when you're that young you like don't want to hear that you want to you want to hear like yeah. you want to be taught about it in a more like loving like admirable way not like you better right. do this or this is gonna happen um so that made me be like super duper reckless with it um but they were they were also speaking from like their negative experiences exactly. and like they didn't know how to verbalize it, you know. So like we understand where they were coming from. Maybe the execution was kind of wrong, but now we are the way we are because of <laughs> you know what we were. Yeah, with. I was. And now uh, we're talking about on a podcast. Yeah, I was not budgeting nothing. I was not. I was so reckless. Probably until I was like twenty one. Like until I start. Until I met you. Until like I had like some direction in life. Wow. I was like okay let me, let me like maybe maybe i should stop you know spending you know 60 dollars at chipotle like uh do i need do i need yeah what were you spending 60 dollars what was i spending my money on let me think um freaking getting the extra extra was, guac, getting the nachos i was spending a lot of money on food I'm not gonna lie yeah you were. i was spending you were getting food outside every day yeah i just love food man it's not even like not even like on like fast food or anything i just like love restaurants i love like dining in experiences i love trying new things that's, that's why i remember i told Mashoon, i was like yeah you would not survive a day in new york because he does this thing where like he walks into every single coffee shop or bakery <laughs> that he sees in new york and like he doesn't even go into just like browse he'll go in and like actually want to buy stuff and yeah. i was like a single pastry here like a croissant is like nine dollars there's no way that you can just buy one on every single block yeah i'm like a freaking You're sick in the head kid, thank god you fixed I'm a that freaking like kid at a toy store like i'll just like walk past and he genuinely gets mad at me he genuinely gets mad at me when i say no i don't want a croissant right now no yeah yeah i'll just walk some i'll just get a little whiff like oh what's that (laughs) no you don't even do that you buy the whole freaking store no because i used to work at um a barnes noble cafe and like i used to bake the cookies and like bro (laughs) when the cookies are being baked I, I, I will oh, never forget, I will never forget this scent in my life, and I think it started from there. I think when I started understanding how to smell like pastries from like a like man, I was, never smelled. I was a freaking yeah yeah. That um, was like that was like me when I worked at Red Mango, and I would like go to the back fridge and eat the cookie dough. <laughs> nah, that's different. <laughs> that's different. You're freaking all right. Why, why are you all in the back doing that? So um, that's where the cameras weren't, you know. Yeah. So anyway, um, so what are some of your healthy saving habits now so i i didn't really start saving money until the last like two to three years like i still remember like certain benchmarks that i've had like i remember when i had over a thousand dollars in my bank account like and i feel like i cried that day like like a thousand dollars that i made like one time i got like a refund from from college and it was like (laughs) it wasn't even your money (laughs) no but but exactly that that i didn't that i didn't incorporate into like my own success but when i made over a thousand dollars and i saw that i was like damn like that's crazy (laughs) like i'm gonna go to freaking paris and it's probably just like the money that like you've been spending on college too it's not even like they were giving it to you for fun (laughs) yeah um and so like there were like different points in my life where i've seen these benchmarks and every time i see them i'm like man like this feels like this feels better than like buying like double chicken and guac at chipotle like, <laughs> like this feels good right now you know like i remember when i hit like two thousand three thousand i was like i like this i like this this is feeling good yeah i like, remember i remember taking screenshots every, of yeah. every like single benchmark that i had because yeah. i was so proud like you know how you hung up your diploma <laughs> that would have been me with like my savings and checkings account like even like with like the money that i've made from my books 
I kept it in like the book account for so long just because I like seeing how much I made from the books. <laughs> like I like seeing that. I keep telling there. him to just deposit it. I keep telling him to deposit like, it because it's like, but, but it's wh- like, man, like, why would you want your money in another app? Because you see, like, damn, I made that from books. That's crazy. Like, and I made like whatever. Um, so I think that's that's the first step is is aligning yourself to like really really be proud of yourself when you reach these benchmarks i saw like somebody posted on like their story today like some quote i'm gonna butcher it but it was like it was like yo like every day please spend a minute in the morning just really being proud of yourself if you've come a long way from where you were like if you only have like if you have like six hundred dollars in bank account and you came from zero bro still like I don't know. I, I re- just really started being proud of myself. Like, damn, I got a thousand dollars. I got two thousand dollars, and and I'll never let those like little joys and excitements surpass me. And there are points where you forget about it, but it's just coming back to thinking like, man, like I know the more I get, the better I feel. The more motivated I am for the day, the more not comfortable, but like I'm just like I'm at peace a little bit more. Like you're at peace. Yeah. And when you're at peace, yeah. you can do a lot more, you know, because you're not thinking about, it's, like, you know. It's such an underrated feeling because, like, especially growing up with so much financial insecurity and just not knowing, you know, how your next day is going to be. And then finally being an adult and having a little bit more money than what you had growing up, it brings such an unmatched peace and, like, just a little bit of security yeah. and it makes you feel like you're doing something right and i don't know if people can relate to this if you know if you didn't grow up with financial insecurity but for me especially like it is such a nice feeling to not have to worry about like oh my god i have to like stress about doing this yeah. tomorrow and like i have to do this extra tomorrow to get more money like i have to count up all the money i got you know like it is so so nice and i feel like every, like nowadays a lot of us are taught like Oh, you gotta like, you gotta like, you gotta risk your money. You gotta be uncomfortable. You gotta blah, blah, blah. Which is true if you're trying to do something entrepreneurial. But I think a lot of us just like, with like our given backgrounds, with who our parents are, a lot of us just really want to feel that like comfort of like security and just like knowing that like, oh, like, God forbid something happened, like, we're good. Like, it's okay. You know? So that is definitely like the mindset that I've tried to adapt is like, even yeah. even if like I don't I don't see myself like investing all my money into a retirement funds so like by the time I'm sixty I get a million dollars I don't care about that right like I'm I'm how I'm the same way that like a lot of like Gen Z is which is like yeah like I'll kind of plan for the future but for the most part like I just want to focus on now especially like how can I make as much mm-hmm. money in the next like two to three to four years that's what a lot of us are focused on and mm-hmm. but it's still it's very peaceful to um to just have yeah. a little bit in your bank account just so like you know that like you're good like you're good you have the space yeah. to like experiment a little bit more mm-hmm. all right so let's let's like talk about some of the budgeting budgeting yeah let's do it have, let's do right? it let's get let's get because, specific because because we got we got a lot we got a lot right yeah but we're just again we're just teenage babies that are 24 yeah, years old so like we I'm try our best 12. you know yeah so so I, I'm a, I'm a I'm a drop some gems. I'm gonna tell y'all 
because I'm I'm a I'm a big spender, right? But I'm a smart spender for the most part. Not with coffee. For coffee. I'll I don't be... know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, that's right. what, that's why I said like some stuff I am, some stuff I'm not. And I think a big topic. Y'all, discussion... he's been bragging. He's been bragging so much about his like Delta flight that he has. Like he's been <laughs> talking what, about. Should I wear? On. Should I wear a suit? Should I wear a suit? Should I bring a briefcase Yo, I'm on flying, my flight? I'm flying. I'm flying Delta tomorrow. <laughs> like I'm fine. Like and I'm gonna tell y'all how how much I pay for that for that flight. But later on, y'all gotta wait. Um, so there's stuff that, so I think a big topic of discussion is really understanding what is worth its value and what is not worth its value. We can go like back and forth. Mm, I'll start off. Talk about that. I'll, talk about that. I'll start off. First thing that you have to keep in mind the, the value is clothing. A lot of y'all, a lot of y'all be, be on payday going to goddamn forever 21 buying God knows hey, what. Hey, then, then you go across the street, you go to, you go to Zara. You go across the street, you go to the goddamn Crocs store, wherever you want to go. You be, you be <laughs> dropping a bag on a what? On what? A t-shirt? You see, a t-shirt? A $6 t-shirt? It says, it says, whatever it says. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. <laughs> Don't forget to smile. <laughs> I hate men. Say <laughs> anything. Um, listen, I've been, I've been trying to shop all of last weekend. I did not buy a single thing. <laughs> I tried on some stuff that was pretty cool. I did not buy a single thing. You know what? You know why? I put on a jacket. It was $80. I said, I know that this is like cheap for like a mall jacket. I can get this at the thrift store. I can get this at the vintage <laughs> store. I'm a, I'm appreciate y'all real quick. I know a lot of y'all are not, are not into thrifting like that, into vintage stores like that. But I promise you, there is, it makes absolutely no sense shopping at the mall. I do not get it at all. Especially if you live in a city that has a plethora of thrift stores i don't in orlando florida we got like two and a half also also a lot of people i understand if you don't have as much money if you're lower income i get you buying from fast fashion i get you buying from cheaper stores because that's all you can afford for the most part but my only problem is because i used to do the same thing for many years and i stopped at the start of the pandemic and I realized that when I did have lesser money and I was buying from Shein and fast fashion brands, I was buying a lot more. Like I would buy every week or every two weeks or every single event because that's what fast fashion is. You only buy for one event. Essentially, it's bad quality clothing and that's why it's mass produced and you can buy it so constantly. But now that I'm thrifting more and I'm spending less money people don't thrift because first they think it's used clothes and it's not as good and second because they think it's more expensive Mm -hmm. when really thrifting is more sustainable and you don't buy as much because you find your own style you're not buying every week to every two weeks you're actually saving more money now i don't care about like fitting in with everyone else and Mm -hmm. buying the trendy things and now i actually buy things that are more up my alley and i buy maybe like every season or you know whatever it is and i save a lot more money and what's so and much better what you got to keep in mind is that like you go to zara you buy you buy a pair of jeans for 60 dollars those jeans are not worth 60 dollars like you can't you can't right. sell that for 60 dollars you can sell that for seven you can sell that for eight it's not worth it you go to a thrift store you buy a pair of levi's jeans for 20 dollars you can sell them for 15 16 17 and it, it, it blows my mind. Like the second you buy something from fast fashion, nobody's going to buy that. Nobody's going to buy like a used Zara jacket for over $12. So it's like, mm-hmm. why would you just, you know, I think about it as like, if I had $1,000 to invest into my closet, I'm going to go to a thrift store because that $1,000 I spend, it's not going to waste. If I needed to sell it, 
if I run out of money, I could go to a thrift store and take all that stuff and I will get my money back, if not most of my money back. Whereas you take a bunch of, you spend a thousand dollars at Zara, that's like 12 pieces. You sell that for $10 each, you made $120, $150. It's literally not worth it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you have some weird type of mindset towards thrifting, first of all, what's wrong with you? Second of all, <laughs> just go. It's it's so much better for your it's money. It's an acquired taste. That's one thing that you really have to keep in the value of like how much you're spending because it's really not worth it. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mm-hmm. how did you how did you start budgeting your income like how did you start saving your income instead of just like keeping it in your checkings account and just like spending it on random stuff um i think i think i was quite quite extreme with how i save money and i think you you are like you're you're kind of extreme with it but like you plan things out a little bit more than i do so like you could talk about yeah. that next but like for me i'll I just like it, when I get paid, I, I wrote down before the year started, I wrote down what my monthly bills are. I spend X amount a month on bills a month, right? I put that money aside. Mm -hmm. I don't even I don't even have that anymore. I even incorporated. Okay, I'm going to give myself. Where do you put that into your savings? No, just like in, in my mind, in my mind. I'm like, you know, oh, okay. if, if my paycheck is $1,000 a week, right? Or $1,000 every mm -hmm. two weeks. Um, That means I make $2,000 a month. If my if my bills are six hundred a month, then I just ha I just keep the mindset that like I only made four I only make fourteen hundred like I don't even say that I made mm -hmm. two thousand a month I say I made fourteen hundred okay. a month How can I What am I gonna do with fourteen hundred dollars? So get that out mm -hmm. of the way. I used to be the type of person that like you know just avoided bills. I was like oh like I'll I'll pay double it next week whatever I don't care about late fees. Please just mm -hmm. pay your bills. Like it's it's literally not that hard. Just get it over with yeah. same day. One thing if you can avoid having a bill every like five six days and just put it all on one day get it over with you will feel a lot better and it just makes things a lot mm -hmm. easier um but for mm -hmm. me nowadays i think about what i have to pay for bills i put that aside then i take i take how much i make in a month and i literally put like goddamn 80 percent of it into savings like i put right i give myself the bare minimum in my checkings account to spend because you know, say I give myself $50 a week. If I spend $40 by Tuesday, I only got $10 in a week. Like, I do not care. Like, mm. I, I'm not going to transfer for my savings unless I, like, really, really, really need to. But, like, if it's, like, late at mm -hmm. night and I only have, like, $6 and I want, like, a, like an Oreo McFlurry or something, I'm not getting that. For what? I only got $6. Mm -hmm. 
I'm broke. I got six dollars. You'd still get it. You'd still get it somehow. You'd probably tell me. Yeah, like, I'd probably ask you. I'd be like, yo, like, <laughs> you think it's okay? <laughs> like, you think, you, you, like, I just sometimes like I need I'll it, right? like know the tone of his voice. Like, sometimes Machine will say that he's craving something so bad, like, but I know he's not going to get it, but he'll like keep repeating it. So I'm going to be like, all right, I'll get it for you. <laughs> and then he'll be like, no, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a silly but I do boy. The same thing. I'm a silly boy. But I think, um, I think a lot of the time when we we have to face reality of like, are we disciplined enough to like create a whole budgeting plan and do all this and mm. that? Um, I face reality and realize that I just need to be extreme with it and I just dump it mm-hmm. into my savings. I, I, I do not touch it. Um, of course, I have like guilty pleasures that like I need to spend money on, but I've reduced a lot over the last couple months i don't eat as much uh, eat out as much at all anymore like mm-hmm. if i do it's like on lunch when like i'm on my break or something but i really like you you, you like i don't even eat out that much anymore like you see it yes yeah, true um and and yeah man um i'm extreme with it but i know you're a little bit more calculated for how you budget yeah i'm a little bit more calculated as you might say That's what i, I think just the said. first thing it's like i just said that and you're like yeah yeah you know i'm i don't know if you knew (laughs) listen to me (laughs) the first thing that i would say to do is if you can set up automatic payments on all of your bills and credit card payments and whatever it is because sometimes you know like what you said we are like oh we'll pay it later and then we get a late fee and then we have to pay the 30 dollar extra late fee and it's just all crazy and it's very hard to organize sometimes so for the most part i have everything set on automatic payment so it just gets taken out of my um, account automatically every single month so for example kind of mentally i know that my rent is going to get taken out of my account at the first of every single month the first day or the second day I know that my credit card bills and um, my phone bills and everything, they're going to get taken out the second week-ish. So you can do that mentally. I usually prefer to write it down, even though I've kind of been bad at that. I usually write down maybe like on a calendar, look, okay, these are the bills that are going to get taken out of my account. This is the money that I'm going to have left over. And if it's if it's also better for you, I recommend apps like QuickBooks or Mint where you can actually track your expenses and your spending. I know a lot of apps like Chase and bank apps, they also track your spending. So that's a great tool to have to kind of see visually what your spending is going to, you know, it's kind of like in a pie chart. So it shows you if you're spending more money on food, if you're spending more on you know, excursions or whatever it is, it's a really great visual to have. And I think it helps you a lot at the in the long run. But on top of that, since I don't have a stable income for the most part, like Mashoon, I don't have a nine to five. It's kind of, you know, unstable every single month. And I just don't know exactly what to expect. I, for the most part, put a lot of my money into savings. So for example, if I get $1,000 one week, or one day, I'll put that money, I'll put maybe $800 into my savings, or maybe I'll put like $500 to pay off my credit card bills, and then I'll put like $300 into my savings. So I'll only really have like, what, $100 left if I, or $200 left into my checkings, but it really depends on you. So I usually put a lot into my savings and also paying off my credit card bills, But for example, if I have a trip coming up, if I know that I have a big expense coming up, 
I kind of know mentally that I have to keep a little bit extra in my checkings account. So for example, if I have, you know, my Europe trip coming up or something like that, I'll have a couple extra dollars in my checkings account so that I can buy, you know, food on my trip or hotels or whatever it is. And that's also something mental that I do. But I also prefer to write it down sometimes where I know something is coming up. So I know I have to save money for that. I think something important that like, we just always have to keep in mind is like a lot of us are saving money and we don't even know what we're saving for. And mm, a lot of us are, mm-hmm. a lot of us are told to save and we don't even know what we're saving for, especially when like your early twenties, a lot of us are not thinking about houses. You're probably thinking about cars. A lot of us are not thinking about houses. A lot of us are just thinking about mm-hmm. like, like what am I even saving this money for? And I think that's the first pillar that we have to conquer is like really having something like I'm saving my money because I want to move to New York in the summer. That's what I'm saving my money for. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't have a yeah. specific number, um, I, I, I'm not giving myself a specific number. I'm just telling myself, save as much as you can. Like, even if it's mm. way too much that you're saving and like you're inhibiting yourself too much at this point, it's fine. Whatever. After I move to New York, then I can realize like, oh, I have like extra money saved. I'll spend New York, whatever. I think mm-hmm. giving yourself something other than a house, if you don't want a house, a lot of yeah. our parents are like, save up for a house. Listen, buying a house right now does not make a lot of sense. Housing is absolutely ridiculous. Unless you make $16 billion a day, then you could think about buying a house. If you're not doing that, if you're a little, you know, silly, silly putly like the two of us, probably don't go buy a house <laughs> right now. Um, so, so have something that you're saving for, you know? Even if you can't put a certain dollar amount on it, have something like have something. Do not save money just just out of boredom. You know, it's important to have some values and priorities with what you want right now. So, for example, last year or a few months ago when I went to Paris, I, you know, spent three weeks solo traveling in Paris and I spent a lot of money and I I would have been like, oh, my God, that's a lot. This is crazy. My guilt is really taking over, which I did feel sometimes. But also, I was like, I have not gone on a trip like this ever in my life. This is my first ever gift to myself after graduating with a 4.0 and like doing all of the crazy stuff that I did in school. So I didn't feel as bad. And I know like now my priority is to travel because I'm still young and also to have money left over for my business and expand that. And just those are my priorities right now. My priority is not buying property like right now my priority is not saving up for a wedding my priority is not like doing all that stuff right now for for a lot of people that is the priority and they it's great to start saving early but you kind of have to rank in your head or write down visually what your main priorities are obviously saving up for a house saving for a wedding if you want are on your priority list but think about what number one number two number three is so that you have something to look forward to and you also don't beat yourself up when you do spend money on that you know all right one thing that i want to talk about briefly um i want to make an episode on this because it's something i'm really passionate about and i feel like more people should be passionate about it the way that i am is uh is budgeting for traveling slash experiences i know I, i know a lot of us a lot of us want to travel a lot of us want to just experience more outside in the world. But a lot of us think that this stuff costs so much. Like I was hanging out with my cousins the other day and they were supposed to go on a trip to uh, to Japan. But uh, he recently got married and he's like, yeah, man, I got to save all this money for like the wedding. And I don't know if I'll have like an extra couple, like four or five thousand dollars for like the, the Tokyo trip for a week. And I'm like, five thousand dollars for a week in Tokyo. Either I'm dumb and delusional or like. 
people just don't realize that you do not need that much money to to go travel like google flights you can find cheap ass tickets anywhere in the world like there are literally features that show you the cheapest tickets to everywhere in the world depending mm-hmm. on the time like just for clarity i went to i went to columbia on a 200 dollars plane ticket and i stayed there for like 800 dollars a month and every day i spent like less than 10 15 dollars and people people see me at in columbia they'll see you somewhere and it's like yeah some places cost more but you do not need thousands and thousands of dollars to go travel and also we're not buying our ticket like the second before our flight like we buy it ahead of time bro i talk to people all the time that like talk about like specifically plane tickets to new york i don't know if people like i feel like people think the norm for like a plane ticket to new york is like 250 300 350 bro I just bought a plane ticket to New York for $120 with Delta. Did you buy a ticket for like 90 once? I've bought tickets to New York for like $50, $60. Like dumb yeah. cheap. Obviously, it depends from where you're coming from. But like it really is not crazy still, depending like, on when you, when you like, buy it. Bro, like if, if you want to travel and you're just scared about the money, I promise you like, yes, you have to save. Like I had to save. But it's like it does not cost that much. Like it breaks my heart when people are like, oh, I can only travel like once a year because like it costs so much i'm sure some places cost that much but like again i want to make another episode on this i got a lot to say but um it does not cost that much okay if you have Mm -hmm. if you have travel questions please ask me or just look online there are so many tools and articles and just everything to show you that like it literally does not cost that much you can save money for like like if you don't spend a dollar for like a week you'll have enough to travel for like a couple days i promise you yeah I was just telling Mashun how ChatGBT is like taking over the world right now. And I just saw a video yesterday of a girl who asked ChatGBT, if you guys don't know what that is, it's kind of like an AI website thing where you can ask this robot whatever you want. And they give back like a, it's like a search engine and it gives back answers like a person, kind of scary, but kind of cool too. So this girl asked ChatGBT, oh, how can I travel Europe? What cities can I go to? What food can I have? What excursions can I do? All under my $2,000 budget. And it gave like all these recommendations. So it's really cool how, you know, the internet works now. But I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit of the money financial literacy journal that I got from PayPR and also some tips that I have. You know, first and foremost, we're talking a lot about saving money. We're talking a lot about budgeting. But like, I'm trying to think what your steps of priority should be, right? So obviously, your priorities at this age bracket could be travel or like saving up for a house or whatever it is. But your first step when you are trying to save money is to eliminate any debt that you have. So for example, if you get $2,000 every two weeks from your job, Your money should go to your savings, your money should go to your bills, but also one of the first priorities that you should have is eliminating any debt that you have with credit card bills, any debt that you have with student loans, anything that's kind of on your shoulders and kind of weighing over you because the more you're trying to, you know, spend money on vacations, the more you're trying to just save the money and all this money is still kind of on your track record the more that's just going to rise and rise and you're Mm going to feel more anxious. So it's really important to, you know, be financially literate, but by first eliminating any debt that is weighing on you because that can really just like follow you throughout your whole life. And it's so important to just like get rid of that 
when you can and then you can finally be free and start saving without feeling stressed out right so your first priority should always be your student loans or your credit card um, debt or whatever it is right get rid of that asap also don't spend so much money on your credit card bills on your credit card where you can't pay it off later on right like be yeah. smart with it yeah don't go Save buy money the new but be smart Toyota. with your payments don't go buy the new what? don't go buy the new you know like cherry blue blossom crocs limited edition don't don't what is that like, you don't gotta go buy like the new like four set of tires for your prius you could just walk burn some calories because this is machine this is machine talking from experience he did buy that <laughs> you don't need a car just burn <laughs> off all those eat the calories you know just walk yeah but um yeah i got recently i got a book sent to me by papier and they have a lot of journals on their websites a lot of notebooks and i got one of the books that i got is actually a finance money planner or a tracker and it's really helpful i'm looking through kind of like the contents of the book right now and it's really cool because essentially in the first section of the book you are kind of tracking your money so for example we just passed tax season so in the first section you're tracking how much money if you have a stable income if you have a nine to five how much money you made last year what your biggest expenses were so again you can check this in your banking apps or any other apps that you have like mint or quickbooks and kind of like your yearly review um, what you spent a lot of money on, what your priorities were last year, how much money you made, how much money you spent, um, if you borrowed any money, things like that. It's really important to keep track of that, especially every year to every few months. And then um, then it's also important to write down your priorities, like what you're trying to spend money on, how much money you're spending on bills. So we already kind of talked about that. And then Every other month or every month or so, obviously your priorities change. So for example, if I have a vacation coming up, maybe that's one of my priorities for one month. Mm. You know, write down every single month what your main priorities are. Maybe it's paying off student loans, paying off debt and also vacation or you're having a baby. I don't know. Whatever it is. And then the book is kind of divided up into calendars and just like your notes app. It's kind of like a notes app, like what you spend money on, tracking all of your expenses Again, this can be done through your apps or online or whatever it is. But I think it's really important to have a journal like this where you can just visually see where your money is going. And I think it's just it's very calming for people like me who need to see things, you know, physically. So if you are looking for a little journal, I really recommend the paper one. Yeah, good. And you can customize it says my little name on, on the wow. cover. Wow. Yeah, that's, amazing. that's a good one. Yeah. All right. So as you guys know, we end our episodes with advice and questions from our lovely listeners and supporters on our Instagram. If you don't follow us on Instagram, what's what's the issue? Like, do you not want to send in your responses? Add difficult dish. Follow us so you can give us, you know, some questions so you can be featured in the next episode. Yeah, if you don't do follow that. us, then I guess you'll never be You're featured. Missing right? out. So we asked, you know, what questions you have about budgeting, what you do to budget, and just like any advice that you might want to give or if you want any advice. So the first one that we got, someone asked, I'm obsessed with treating myself when things go wrong. Now I'm broke and I don't know what to do. <laughs> That's a big conundrum, huh? Mm. Like a lot of people have like these shopping habits, like these unhealthy yeah, shopping man. habits that yeah. where they cope and that's like their way of feeling better. Yeah. But I think one, I used to do that too, but I think one big thing is 
especially in this world now where everything's fast fashion you can get everything with amazon prime within like an hour or like the next day my biggest rule of thumb is like if i'm thinking about it yeah i can buy it instantly but it's like I, I i sit with it for a little bit maybe i'll sit with it for like a day and i think about like what i can use that for like am i gonna really use it long term is it gonna be that helpful for me and i just think about like back in the day like in high school would i really buy that like if i didn't have as much money as i do now would yeah. i buy that instantly maybe I'll, I'll, I'll think about it a little bit more you know so i think it's really important to just sit with it for at least a day I know there's a bigger rule of thumb where you sit with it for 30 days. I know people don't have that patience, but (laughs) but really just think about it. Think about if it's going to bring you that much value. Like if you want a bubble tea, which is great. You know, sometimes we're craving bubble tea, but do you really need it two, three times a day? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm okay with that. You could do that. Yeah. We know. No, I think, I think for me, it's all about, it's all about value and value doesn't always mean money. Like, for example, like, I, I walked into GameStop the other day, and I saw an, uh, a Nintendo Switch. And I was like, hmm, wow. like, I would like to have one. But, like, and I, I saw it, and I was like, you know, like, I would like to have it, and I can't afford it. But it's like, is it worth the value? Like, what is the value? Yeah. The, va- the value isn't, the mo- like, monetary. It's like, what value am I getting out of it? Okay, yeah, I'm getting some fun. I'm getting some joy. I'm getting some excitement. But, like, is it enough to like for me to like actually care about like am i getting right. that much my my answer was no so like i <laughs> i just i'm still impulsive with certain things but like there's a lot of things that we feel like are impulsive decisions but like they're actually not like there are things that like yeah. i'm really impulsive with like a like a pair of shoes i'll probably be really impulsive with or like I, I i was like the last pair of shoes i bought i was really impulsive with it and like i could have gotten a better deal but i was like i want them right now that was my mistake but there's a lot of things that's like again like sit with it and like really realize what is like the value of it if it valuable mm-hmm. whatever get it and like you know if it is valuable to you you will be okay you should be okay with like the consequences of getting it so if it really means mm-hmm. that much to you you can't complain about being broke you made that decision mm-hmm. you know like if it if it wasn't that valuable to you you wouldn't have gotten it you would have been you wouldn't felt better you know so all right so someone said how to mentally deal with your first traffic ticket when you're already struggling to budget. So these are, <laughs> so my brother does this thing where like he'll mis- make a mistake, right? He'll get a traffic ticket or he bought something like a pair of shoes for too much money. He'll do this thing where like he'll, he'll do payments where he's paying it off slowly. <laughs> like, yeah, that's fine. It could even be something small. You don't gotta yeah, make it fun could of be, that. but I know he did no, it for like a pair of Crocs. I'm not making fun of that, but I'm i'm not making fun of that but i'm saying like he does it for almost every single thing for so really it's like you're paying off like 500 dollars a month for like small things every you know so it's like you might as well just pay it yeah, off. i mean a lot of time like just just get it over with like rip the band-aid off just do it yeah but, rip but yeah the i mean I, off. I think one thing i've learned is like man you you can't run from the law you know like if you get a traffic ticket there's no point in waiting it off because you are literally gonna have to pay for it because if you don't pay for it then like come time to like renew your license you can't renew your license you got a traffic ticket six years ago now you gotta pay for that and now it's triple the triple the price you can't run from the law okay that's one thing that like, unless you try to fight it unless you try to fight it whatever but um but yeah man and and also it's like it's it's cliche but like you really have to do that to realize that you should never do that again you know like I, yeah i've gotten so many like running red light tickets to where like i'm like extra safe now <laughs> like after like yeah. the third one i was like okay this is ridiculous i'm gonna stop speeding at yeah. red lights you know so like yeah new york, new york city is crazy with the the traffic cameras now yeah 
All right. So the last one that we got from our friend Radia, they wrote, I try to tell myself that budgeting is about what I can say yes to rather than no. I really like that. Yeah, I really like one. that. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a mindset You know, thing. maybe... Maybe put like a cap on, you know, the hangouts that you have every single week. Like, just think about what your values are. Like, if you are just trying to eat out maybe once a week and you're constantly getting asked to hang out, you're Mr. Miss, Miss Popular, right? Hmm. Maybe think yeah, about me. what you can say yes to, what you can say no to. Have like that weekly budget that you can actually, you know, attach yourselves to. And sometimes I'll just pick cheaper alternatives, which a lot of people have a negative outlook on. But I think cheaper alternatives are also so much fun. Like me going to an art cafe and doing some clay making, which can be, you know, on the cheaper end, which is like 20 something dollars. But again, I have some fun time with a friend. I went to the other day. I mean, living in New York City, there are a lot of cheap alternatives as well, you know. So I went to this free like strangers project where I read a lot of um, strangers notes and things and it was completely free. I don't drink, so I don't spend five hundred fifty dollars mm-hmm. on drinks every single week. You know, drinks are crazy in New York City, especially alcoholic. Mm-hmm. But anyway, just think about what your values are and think about what you can say yes and no to. And that doesn't mean you have to be alone. That doesn't mean you have to be, you know, a nun, like not spending any money. You can still have fun. Just think about how you can be smarter. You know, I have another. I have a, like a huge budgeting video on my youtube i have a how, what i spend in a week on my youtube i have a lot yeah, of finance videos if you want to watch that she does yeah mm. yeah good 10 second advice huh you got um 10 second advice i'm gonna say it again because it's just important man like please like please just go thrifting like i'm wearing a pant i'm wearing a pair of like carhartt like khaki pants right now online there are a hundred and twenty dollars i bought these for eleven yeah. Eleven dollars. Mm, I spent a. Te- I spent ten percent of what it costs at the store. The same that's model, wild. exact same thing. Ten percent. Please go thrifting. Like, please. It, this is not a drill. Please go thrifting. That's 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 facts. I got so many good vintage finds for such a cheaper price. Thrifting and also just I'm um, so 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 much more sustainable. I have my own style now. You know, I don't fit with the herd. Oh wow. You look like a herd. <laughs> my ten second, my ten second advice is obviously we have this whole episode on saving money, budgeting, but also it's fine to splurge once in a while. It's fine to be selfish once in a while with your money. Obviously, we're not constantly like putting our pennies together and putting it all in the savings account. We splurge once in a while, and that's fine. Do it. What's do what's good for your happiness, but also be smart with it. You know. All right. I hope you guys like this saving episode. We tried our best. Make sure to listen to the first episode, which is investing and 401ks and taxes and all that from your favorite South Asian Bangladeshi American artists. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please comment. What should they comment in our Friday post? I don't know. What do we talk about? Comment. Uh... <laughs> comment the, the, the money bag emoji. No, that's too that's too easy. I want I want y'all to comment comment a pair of jeans, you know, for for the thrifting. <laughs> I want to see some All jeans right, in the jeans. Yeah, let's see, see some jeans. All right. All right. Thank you Thank so you. much for listening. Make sure to follow us on our Instagram and TikTok. We love you guys. And I love Allah this. Hafiz. Bye.